Welcome to Long Winding Roads, the podcast. We're happy you're here. Stick around for the show. Today we're discussing travel, adventure, fun. Let's get after it. Hey, before we start our show, I'd like to introduce myself. It's me, Bob Sumian. I'm a Texas realtor, and if you guys are in the North Texas area, Burleson, Fort Worth, Alvarado, Keller, up in that area, um, Tarrant and Johnson counties, Parker, um, down near Granbury, Hillsboro. If you're anywhere in that area, I can help you buy, sell, or rent your next home. If you would, just feel free to get a hold of me. You can reach me through my website at isselltex.com. That's I-S-E-L-L-T-E-X dot com. Again, it's Bob Sumian, S-U-M as in Mary, I-E-N as in Nancy, and it's isselltex with the E dot com. Now back to our show. All right, all right, all right, all right. As some of you may know, Matthew McConaughey is from Texas, and that was from one of his movies. But he says that all the time. Who are we kidding? That's not just from one of his movies. That's just him. Anyway, uh, so today I'm going to be discussing Cleburne State Park. Cleburne is just south of Fort Worth, um, down 174. You go down 35 to Burleson, and then jut off on 174. You go down to Cleburne. You'll hit 67, take a right, and then off out off Cleburne. Uh, or excuse me, Park Road 21, I think it is. Anyway, Google Maps, iPhone Maps, whatever is your friend to get there. Um, but it is not that far south of the Metroplex. So it's uh, great for those of us in the Metroplex to get out of town and go have a, um, a day trip, an afternoon trip, even a camping trip to Cleburne State Park. Part of the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department's state park system. Um, It's not a very big park. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not small by any means. Um, If you've ever been to East Texas and Mission Tejas State Park, that park is tiny. I think that's the smallest park in the system, and it is tiny. Uh, I think they've got a total of uh, five, ten camping RV sites um, total. That's it. Uh, so it's just small, small, small. Nice park, by the way. So if you're ever out that uh, east side of Texas, Mission Tejas State Park, it's kind of center in the state um, on the east side. But that's not where we're talking about today. We're going to be talking about Cleburne State Park. And if you happen to be in Cleburne during the summer months, um, you can obviously go to the Cleburne Railroaders Park and catch a um, very minor, minor, minor league. I don't think they even, um, I don't even think it's on the A scale. It's not like AAA or, or anything like that. It, it's They're not a farm club for any of the professional teams. They're just a uh, baseball club in Cleburne. Um, This year they're doing pretty well. I believe they made the playoffs, and this year being 2021, um, as of recording, it is September 7th. But I digress. Uh, We're not... I'll get to baseball here in a little bit. Uh, Things outside the park to do close by. Uh, 
Um, so let's talk again about the park itself and what there is to do there. Uh, Cleburne State Park is surrounding Cedar Lake. It is a no-wake lake, so you're not going to be able to do your, your water sports like jet skis or water skiing or anything like that. Um, it is a great lake. It's got a nice little beach um, where you can get in, cool off. Uh, you can go in there. Uh, you can kayak. You can have a conventional boat with a motor. Um, just again, you need to keep in mind that it's not um, a wake lake you've got to have no wake whatsoever uh, there are fish there um, i don't know what kinds of fish uh, probably crappy probably bass those catfish those are typical um, texas lake fish uh, so you can fish without a license in texas state parks that's one of the the great features of going to the state parks uh, as long as you are um, on a boat in a lake or body of water that's completely contained within the the state park you can go out on a boat and fish um otherwise if you're at like um another lake uh, that's you know has portions outside of the state park you have to remain on a bank to fish without a license um most of the time you can find worms and and what have you at um the uh, park office. Uh, sometimes they have gear to lend you, uh, rods, reels, um, hooks, uh, the whole bit. Uh, of course, you still do have to purchase the worms. But um, they do offer that at some of the parks. You just have to check with the park beforehand. And of course, if you if the park doesn't offer worms, uh, if it's a if it's a large light, large lake, you can find you know the, your local gas station that has worms. If not, there's always a, a Walmart within a reasonable distance, you know, 30, 45 minutes. Um, and that when you're out camping in the middle of nowhere, that to me seems pretty reasonable. Uh, we we can't go a trip anywhere vacationing without hitting a Walmart. Of course, unless it's an international trip and there are no Walmarts over there. <laughs> so um, it's it's like a running joke with us. Uh, we've always, forgetting something, always have to stop at a Walmart for something. doesn't matter if it's uh, butter or bread or, you know, a movie because we have no internet or no TV signal. Um, there is always something that has to be stopped for at a Walmart. And that by no means is any sort of ad or um, what have you for Walmart. It's just <laughs> conveying what happens with our trips and what <laughs> what we have to deal with. Um, so anyway, back to Cleveland State Park. Um, outside of the lake, which is, which is uh, a lovely feature of the park, you do have... Um, approximately 13 miles of uh, trails. You can um, either do them on foot or on bike. Um, if you do take your bike, you're going to need a mountain bike, a uh, road bike, uh, cr a cross-style bike with the thinner tires might work. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, mountain bike all the way is what I'd suggest. And even then, um, there are some places where you're going to have to get off. Uh, I've been mountain biking and biking since I was 15, and that's 
that's been a, a good long time. Let me just tell you, it's been years and years and uh, it's been decades. <laughs> so I've been doing it for quite a while. And if I've got to get off a bike and, and walk something, it's not because I'm, I'm old. It's just because it's that hairy and tricky. Um, part of the problem with Cleburne State Park is the trails, um, they're not entirely smooth. Um, they do have, uh, in certain portions, they do have rocks in them and they also have loose rocks in them. So, um, better to be off your bike and on foot and, um, not fall off your bike and be (laughs) on the ground. So, like I said, they've got about 13 miles of trails. Um, the lake, uh, back to the lake, it's, uh, I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, but it's 116 acres. So it's not small. It's not large. It's, um, it's decent size. I mean, it's, it takes you, uh, an hour or two to walk around the whole thing. Um, if memory serves, it's been, uh, it's been a time or two since we've been there, since we've walked around the entire lake. Um, so you've got that you've got the hiking and biking obviously you've got camping sites there they do have primitive sites as well as um dog (laughs) here comes our pooch camper he heard he must have heard camping and wanted to come visit and while we're on the topic of camping um all the campsites do have electricity and water um, some of them have hookups for sewers. Most of them don't. I wouldn't really consider or, uh, count on having a sewer hookup. Um, if you do have one of the, the sewer, um, portable tanks, uh, in your camper or for your camper, I would make sure you had that just so you were in good shape. Um, because I don't know, uh, if they mark them as having, um, sewage uh, facilities or not f- sewage facilities marking as having sewer capability at the this campsite or not um, for the campers it's been a while since I've uh, did a, a camping reservation at uh, Cleburne and I know they they've just uh, they've changed uh, the reservation site not that long ago and I haven't been on to see what the differences were uh, interesting facts about this this uh, park is uh, it was one of the many uh, CCC Civilian Conservation Corps um, parks that were built in the state of Texas. Uh, I know there was a lot of them. Um, uh, top of mind is Bastrop uh, State Park. That one was also CCC. Um, Meridian was CCC. Uh, almost I'd say the majority of them were were civilian conservation corp built um, back in the back in the day. Um, they do have the the camp store on site. Um, it's just at the the um, reservation uh, desk, the check in desk when you enter the park, where you pay your fees. Um, and when we were when we were talking about the the camping fees. Um, you probably want to have a state park pass um, because that will cut down on your your camping fees quite a bit because even though you are campers uh, when you're at the state park they do charge you the daily rate per camper per 
uh, day that you're camping there. So um, adults is usually around $5 uh, or so, um, and that's anyone usually 12 and up. Some parks are a little bit different. Uh, they've got a little different age range. But as a general rule of thumb in Texas state parks, it's 12 and up are considered adults, and they are the $5 um, per day, give or take, uh, again, some parks do have different um, charges, but uh, sometimes the children are free. Sometimes they're two or three dollars. Uh, it varies from park to park. Uh, the best thing to do would be to get on the Texas uh, Parks and Wildlife Department website and research that before going. Um, they all do take credit cards. So worst case scenario, if you've got a bank card, debit card, credit card, anything like that on you, you're in good shape. They do also have ranger-led programs from time to time. Um, you will want to check the website before you go to see what they have on, on tap for that weekend. Um, they usually don't have anything during the week unless it happens to be like spring break or um, sometimes in summer they'll do it over the week. But, you know, Thanksgiving, they'll typically have uh, programs um, spring break like i said they'll have programs now if you're coming from out of state your spring break may be different than our spring break so there may or may not be any programs uh it's another thing you need to keep in mind so again just visit the texas parks and wildlife department um website and they can get you all that information there it's simple it's tpwd.texas.gov and that will take you to um all the information and again, um, the local area attractions uh, are Cleburne. Uh, Cleburne's very close, 15, 20 minute drive at most. Um, again, you do have the Cleburne Railroaders there. Um, you do have a couple of small museums in Cleburne to, to visit. Um, if you don't wanna go back towards Cleburne, you can continue on down towards Glenrose. And in Glenrose, there's Glenrose State Park. If you wanna you know, hit another state park while you're staying at Cleburne State Park, uh, Glenrose is very difficult to get camping sp spots at. So if you're gonna wanna visit it and you're gonna be staying in the area, Cleburne, staying at Cleburne, and then just you know hopping in the in the vehicle and going over to Glenrose is a viable option. Um, Glenrose is one of my must-see uh, campgrounds. We haven't ever been able to find a time where they had availability for us to camp there. But again, we're talking about <laughs> Cleburne State Park today. So, um, and then from Cleburne, uh, outside of that. For local attractions, um, like I said, you've got a couple museums in Cleburne. You do have the railroaders. Um, if you um, don't find what you want in Cleburne, there's always Fort Worth. And then when you get up into Fort Worth, you've got tons of museums. You've got tons of restaurants. You've got tons of everything. Uh, I think last I heard, it's a number... It's in the top 12 uh, largest metro areas in the U.S., cities in the U.S., um, so it's uh, up and coming. When I first got down here, it was a small town of, I want to say, 200,000. It is well beyond that now. And then when you take into all the uh, consideration, all the small towns um, encompassing Fort Worth, uh, you've got a... a large large metropolitan area and then when you consider dallas 
in conjunction with Fort Worth, you've got a huge uh, metropolitan area. So there's everything you'd want to do and see, um, museums, movie theaters. Uh, of course, there's movie theaters in Cleburne. If you if it's raining and you can't really do anything outdoorsy, you don't want to hike or you know go to the lake or whatever, you can go into Cleburne, catch a movie, uh, bowling. Uh, they've got a bowling alley in Cleburne. So um, several great restaurants. They've got coffee shops. Um, it's worth worth a visit um, because the, if you're an antiquer, they've got several antique play, shops, um, good food, um, just a nice, nice little town to visit. Uh, on Saturday mornings, they do have a uh, farmer's market. It's um, only during the warmer months. They don't typically do it in the winter. Um, I think they might run it around Christmas time for just Christmas or New Year's or something uh, along those lines. But typically it's just during the, the warmer months, spring to fall. Anyway, if you have any questions for me, feel free to reach out. You can reach me at bob at longwindingroads.com. I'll drop that in the show notes as well. And uh, I'll be happy to answer any questions I can about uh, Cleburne State Park or any other state parks I happen to mention that we're not talking about today or, you know, Fort Worth or real estate. Um, again, uh, you can reach me for real estate at bob at com. And anyway, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Um, kind of uh, Kind of a short one kind of just a hodgepodge of information. Uh, hopefully it gave you uh, enough information about Claiborne State Park to uh, pique your interest and maybe you'll come and stay here uh, local. All right. Have a great day, guys. We will see you on the next podcast. Again, this is Bob with Long Winding Roads and this is the Long Winding Roads podcast. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining us for today's show. I really appreciate it, and the show was sponsored by me, Bob Sumian, a Texas realtor. And if you're in the Fort Worth, Burleson, Parker, Johnson, Tarrant, Hillsboro counties, Hill counties area, give me a buzz. I'd be more than happy to help you rent, buy, sell your next home. You can reach me at 682-224-7071. Again, that's 682-224-7071. Or you can swing by my website. That's iCellTex, I-S-E-L-L-T-E-X dot com. Look forward to helping you. Bye-bye.